Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Hope that everybody is having a great day and that you all are practicing social distancing. We have a lot to cover here in the show as we got big time UFC fights this weekend. We've got the Last Dance episodes seven and eight this Sunday. The NFL schedule release just came out last night. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So as we get ready, you know, we're we're going on two months of lockdown, social distancing. You know, life as we know it has completely changed. I remember where I was when I found out that the NBA season was canceled. I'll never forget that day. It was a Wednesday. It was March 11th. That was almost two months ago. And we have gone without sports. We could still talk about sports. We've had the NFL draft. We've had speculation on when our sport's going to start. We got training camps possibly opening up as some of the states have lifted some of their restrictions. But I think it's going to be different for every region. You got to think that college football is a regional sport. Rural cities in the South. I strongly believe in September, a city like Oxford, Mississippi or Tuscaloosa, Alabama will be ready to play college football. They may not be able to fill their stadiums with 90,000 fans. They might be able to fill their stadiums with maybe 30,000 fans. But we need to see this on TV. I strongly believe that college football and the NFL will start on time. And that's not me speaking as a fan. That's me trying to be a realist. I I know that this virus is not going to slow down. I know that as we're flattening the curve, People are, are going to go out, and it seems like you know the numbers are going to spike up. But if we continue to practice social distancing, keeping six feet away from each other, wearing a mask if we have to, I think we'll get through this, and we'll come back to sports. So they had the NFL schedule release last night, and some of the most intriguing matchups I'm going to talk about. Starting with the opener, Thursday night on NBC, September the 10th, You got the defending world champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, at Arrowhead Stadium taking on the Houston Texans. This is pretty intriguing because this is the rematch of the playoff game where the Texans jumped up to a 24-0 lead. The Texans are going to look a little different without DeAndre Hopkins. But we'll see how that goes. Locally here in Atlanta, the Falcons right out the gate will take on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks at the Benz. And the Seahawks were one inch away from winning the NFC West and possibly hosting a playoff game and making it to the Super Bowl. You know, the Seahawks felt that they were that close. And they were neck and neck with the 49ers. In fact, a lot of experts are predicting the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. As a 49ers fan, I beg to differ. I think the 49ers will win the NFC West, but that's neither here or there. I'll talk about their schedule as well. 
So the the Falcons, which is crazy, they're a one and a half point underdog. They're already doing the lines for the openers. That's just crazy. I don't know what to expect for the Atlanta Falcons this year. I'm not sure what type of team we're going to get, but Dan Quinn is definitely on the hot seat. They've had some changes on defense. They've had some changes on offense as well. Losing Austin Hooper. What is Calvin Ridley going to look like coming back from that injury? And also, we'll see the debut of running back Todd Gurley. It's going to be exciting in the ATL. So week two, see, if the Falcons lose that game against the Seahawks, they got to travel to Dallas and take on the Cowboys week two. That is also a one o'clock game. What's up with these one o'clock games? I mean, these are intriguing matchups. You know, the Falcons really don't have any primetime games, but they will travel to Dallas. They could possibly go 0-2. And then, of course, they'll come back and they will host the Chicago Bears. You would think, well, that's going to be an easy win. Remember, the Falcons don't win these games automatically. Remember a couple of years ago, they had the Bills and the Dolphins on their schedule? They lost both of them. Bears have a really good defense. This could be an issue where... You know, Khalil Mack gets to the quarterback. Matt Ryan gets sacked eight times. And, you know, the Bears end up pulling it out at the end. So that's not a guaranteed win. So we go into week four, and the Atlanta Falcons will take on the Green Bay Packers Monday night. This will be their first primetime game against Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking forward to that going up to Lambeau Field. And if you want to play the Packers, you got to play them early in Lambeau where it's not as cold. So, you know, you're looking at the first four weeks of the Atlanta Falcons. Could be a rough start. One thing I noticed that the Falcons will play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers later in the season on uh, week 15 and week 17. So they've scheduled Tom Brady late. So I want to go back to these week one matchups because it's pretty intriguing. That primetime game is probably going to be the Fox NFL game of the week where Tom Brady will travel to New Orleans to take on Drew Brees. Oh, and they have really marqueed some of these Tom Brady matchups as the, the Buccaneers have a lot of primetime games. All right, so you got the Sunday night game. The Cowboys, they will travel to L.A. to take on the Rams. The Rams are going to open that new stadium in Los Angeles, and it's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Rams. The Rams, I think, are going to take another step back, you know, after losing Todd Gurley, you know, and losing some key players. You know, they're still going to have Jalen Ramsey for a full season. I think Jared Goff's going to regress. They're they're picked by a lot of experts to finish third in the NFC West, so we'll see how it goes. And, of course, as tradition is always going to be the doubleheader Monday night game for week one, the Pittsburgh Steelers will take on the New York Giants. We'll probably see the return of Ben Roethlisberger. And then Daniel Jones in his second year. What's that going to look like? And the Monday night game, the Tennessee Titans will travel to the Mile High Stadium to take on the Denver Broncos. Well, they don't call it Mile High Stadium anymore, but in Vesco Field at the Mile High. As the Tennessee Titans, I think, are going to take a step back. They did go all the way to the AFC Championship game. They've signed Ryan Tannehill to a long-term contract. Derrick Henry has been franchised. We'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. The Denver Broncos are going to be my surprise team. I think with Drew Locke in his second year, I also feel that Vic Fangio has got that defense improved. They're going to have Bradley Chubb back from injury. They're going to have Vaughn Miller. That defense is going to be ready to play. The acquisitions of Melvin Gordon at running back 
and wide receiver Jerry Judy in the draft, I think the Denver Broncos are going to surprise some people. And I could really, I could go into this entire schedule, but you know, as a 49ers fan, I can't talk about the 49ers without mentioning their primetime games. I'm always looking forward to watching them because I live in Georgia. I can't see all their games. I do have the NFL Red Zone channel. I'll get to see all the highlights. But their Sunday night games, they will take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's going to be fun because one of my coworkers is an Eagles fan. And that's always good for smack talk the following day. And then they will take on the Los Angeles Rams. And then... The weekend before Christmas, they will take on the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm excited to see the 49ers and the Cowboys in a primetime game. That is always fun. Those are the the NBC Sunday night games. They have a Monday night game against Buffalo. That's going to be interesting. Got two powerhouse defenses. You have Josh Allen at quarterback, or possibly Jake Fromm. We're not sure about that. So the San Francisco 49ers... They'll also take on the Green Bay Packers on a Thursday night game at Levi Stadium. The rematch of the NFC Championship game. So I'm just looking at some of these. You know, week two, you got the Patriots and the Seahawks. That's the Sunday night game. You know, they have got some major Sunday night games. You got the Packers at the Saints. That's in week three. You got, well, of course, the Eagles and 49ers week four. You got... The Vikings at the Seahawks. These are some mega, mega games. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm you, know, you tell, I'm just so excited because I'm just completely out of breath. Another primetime game for the 49ers. They take on the Rams. Very intriguing. The Buccaneers at the Raiders. Wow. Week 7 in Las Vegas. That's going to be great. Tom Brady going up against John Gruden. John Gruden used to coach the Buccaneers. They're, they're going to build so much drama. Tom Brady going up against the Raiders, the tuck rule. Boy, the, the headlines, they could, they could really come up with some headlines for that game. The next Sunday night game, of course, Cowboys-Eagles. That's always intriguing. You know, two big-time division rivals. The next one, Saints at Buccaneers. Boy, Tom Brady's got some primetime games here. Ravens at Patriots. Not sure what type of team the Patriots are going to be this year. No Tom Brady. They have no Gronk. They've lost some weapons. You know, Jamie Collins, Kyle Van Noy. You know, they're still coached by Bill Belichick, but they have an unproven quarterback in Jared Stidham. And they really don't have any wide receivers. Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, they don't have a tight end. They didn't draft any skilled players in the NFL draft. And what's Tony Michelle going to look like? Is he going to be a good running back? How is James White going to be without Tom Brady? Not sure how they're going to look. But I'm moving on to week 11, where we got the Chiefs and the Raiders. An intriguing game. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's going to be must-see TV. All right, I want to talk about the Thanksgiving games. Because Thanksgiving, I get excited watching football. Texans and Lions, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch the Texans and Lions before we start eating some Thanksgiving. Redskins and Cowboys, that that Redskins defense led by Chase Young. What are the, the Redskins going to look like under Ron Rivera and Dwayne Haskins as their quarterback? Is Dwayne Haskins going to be their quarterback. It could possibly be Kyle Allen. And and then you got that weekend, the Raiders will take on the Falcons. You got the Bears and Packers as the Sunday night game, and then the Seahawks and the Eagles. Oh, it's so exciting. Some exciting matchups. Week 13, Cowboys and Ravens. 
They always give the Cowboys, right after Thanksgiving, they give them the Thursday night game. So they don't have a short week. So that's always smart. Because, <clears throat> you know, these Thursday night games are just questionable at best. Broncos and Chiefs, you know, like I said, the Broncos are going to be my surprise team. But you also got to watch out for flex scheduling. Because if a team starts getting bad and you have a matchup like the Steelers and Bills in week 14, what if they both have losing records? You could possibly see maybe a Saints. Eagles or Jets Seahawks, you know, getting flexed to that Sunday night game. It, right around week 14, 15, 16 is when we start seeing flex scheduling. So, you know, I'm intrigued by these matchups. I don't think the 49ers and Cowboys are going to struggle at all this year. So, I definitely think that's going to be the Sunday night game. Plus, you have two historical rivals going up against each other. I'm really looking forward to seeing Jimmy Garoppolo going up against Dak Prescott or Andy Dalton, you know, going up in Jerry World. And taking on the Dallas Cowboys, you know, a team that you know they've struggled against, but they've also beat. I remember when they they beat them in 2014 in Jerry World, and you know the 49ers and Cowboys they they always bring it. It's great. Week 16, we're almost done here. Titans and Packers now the, the two runners up in their title games respectively. Titans going up to Lambeau Field. It could have been the, the what-if Super Bowl if they both won their games. And then the Monday night game, Bills and Patriots. I'm not sure exactly what type of team the Bills are going to be this year. I, I think they could win the AFC East. But we shall see. And, of course, you know, wrapping up the last week of the season, you know, it's all up in the air. You know, they flex that Sunday night game. They don't have Monday night games. They don't have Thursday night games. So it's just to wrap up the division. A lot of teams rest their players if they've clinched buys. And, you know, future shows, I'm going to talk about fantasy football as well. You know, I I can speak from experience. I won my league last year. So we could have a show just dedicated to fantasy football. And I'll tell you who to start, who to bench, who to draft. It is going to be exciting. And I can't wait. I'm not sure. Have they released any fantasy football rankings? I'll have to check that out because I'm really intrigued if they've done that so I could do my fantasy football show. All right, so they want football to start on schedule. You got the NFL, college football could possibly start on schedule. But you also got to be mindful, you know, cities like New York City and, you know, major cities that, you know, the the spread has gone a little bit higher. You got to watch out for that. And, and hopefully we're continuing to monitor it. It's still early. We got months away from the NFL season. But what about the other sports? Baseball is thinking about best case scenario wanting to start in July. But I don't think they're going to get 162 games season in. You can't extend baseball past October. It starts getting cold in cities like Detroit and Cleveland. You got playoff games in places like Chicago. It is going to be tough. It might even snow. You know, Colorado, I remember I saw a baseball game on TV where it was snowing in Colorado, and it was like in April. Something you got to watch out for. Basketball, this, okay, this is my opinion. I I think that the 2020 NBA season will be canceled, and this is why. This is how I feel. LeBron's not going to play if there's no fans. You know, basketball was the first to actually cancel when Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 and then followed by Donovan Mitchell, and then later Kevin Durant. You have a three-month layover right now with all the players 
that are the injuries being rested. And there is a lot of rust. I know that they were proposing scenarios where they just play in Vegas or if they play in Disney World with no fans. I just don't see it happening. There's too much gap between the regular season ending March 11th and then coming back to do playoff games. That is hard to imagine. Major League Soccer, I could see them coming back this year. I, I could see a shortened season for baseball, and I could see a shortened season for Major League Soccer as well. NHL, I'm not sure if they're going to come back either. You, you also got to think what drives revenue. Television. Football is definitely going to try to play. College football is definitely going to try to play. Major League Soccer, I mean, it's not a big revenue television in this country, but I also feel it is the one sport that you don't really, you, you know, you're kicking the ball. It, it's not really, you're social distanced away from each other. And there are scenarios you can get everybody tested. Everybody. I'm talking about ticket takers, ushers, people in the press box, trainers, players. And then the fans that come in, they could just wear a mask. And they can have ushers that are making sure that fans are practicing social distancing. They don't sell food. And they, well, you could sell food, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta be very, very careful. I do see these scenarios happening. And I know I have friends who are not sports fans and they say, Richard, you are crazy. Why are you talking like this? We shouldn't even thinking about sports right now. Well, you, some, we need a media. We need something to, to get away from this. You know, remember, I don't know if you remember 9-11, when sports came back a week later. We needed sports more than ever. I strongly feel we need sports more than ever after this pandemic that has changed all of our lives. It's flipped our lives upside down, including mine. I was getting ready to do an audition for 95.7 ESPN Radio. They never made the announcement because when they were supposed to make the announcement was the week when they started canceling everything. So my life has changed as well. And I, my life is talking about sports has been put on hold. And I was looking forward to getting on the radio and talking sports. And you, you got to put those things aside. I mean, life changes and you have to make adjustments. So all of our lives have changed. I'm still going to talk about sports. We, we still have sports coming up. Before I let go, I want to talk about episode seven and eight of The Last Dance. I've been hearing some buzz about episode seven, how it's an emotional episode. Because we all know Jordan's father passed away. And Jordan retired and went to play baseball. We all know these things because they happen. Not spoiling anything. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. But I know that they are building up to that final season. Like, I love how every episode talks a little bit about the last season. And then they go back in time and talk about the seasons leading up to the 97-98 season. I know that episode 7 is going to focus on his baseball career. Probably going to focus on him coming back and wearing 45 and exiting out of the playoffs against the Orlando Magic. And I want to say that episode 8 is going to talk about that first championship when he came back. The 96 Bulls team when they acquired Dennis Rodman, Ron Harper, and that team that won 72 games that knocked out the Seattle Supersonics. I'm going to predict episode 9 is going to talk about the flu game in 97 where he was going up against the Utah, Utah Jazz for the first time. And there was some drama in that as well. And then, of course, the final, episode 10, The Last Dance, where we're talking about 
the 97-98 championship season. And you could see some aftermath. You know, you might go into detail about the Bulls after the championship with Tim Floyd. Or Michael Jordan on the Wizards. I don't know. They could go in any direction. I'm not sure. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I just want to say, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for staying with me as we talk about sports during this COVID-19 pandemic. And I give you all the sports that you need. I want to thank all my listeners that listen to my podcast faithfully. Make sure to download my podcast to your podcast of your choice. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Anchor. Or you can find me on Google Cast. Want to make sure that you like my Facebook page. And don't forget that I will talk to you Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. Make sure you're practicing social distancing. You're staying six feet away from each other. And that you are taking the necessary precautions to be safe. Have a great weekend, everybody. I will talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.